Welcome to episode 168 of Shanlin on Batman. I'm your host, Justin Shanlin, and we have Kyle Davis. Yo. Kyle Davis to the office, please. Kyle Davis to the office. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Mr. Dwight to you. <laughs> so, Kyle, it's been, what, 30 days since we've done our last episode, 29, 30 days. How have I mean, you been? I mean, it's pretty part of the course for us, to be honest. <laughs> Well, there hasn't been a lot of news. Like it's like Wonder Woman eighty four came out, and then it was like, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the thing. Like we we just went like three weeks of no news, and then all of a sudden it's like here's all the Justice League stuff that you want. And like you, we usually try to like do like like you know comic reviews or you know it just we're kind of like gearing up for like Justice League and all that other stuff that's coming out. So oh yeah, um, sure. There's going to be a Batman podcast with Jeffrey Wright that's going to be – who's going to be Batman? Did you hear about this? This is news to me. It's going to be like a comedy. I don't understand it, but it's going to be like Jeffrey Wright, who plays Commissioner Gordon in The Batman, mm-hmm. is going to do a comedy Batman podcast. I don't understand. This almost sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit or something. But you know, more power to him. Whatever, whatever they want to do, I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be everybody's cup of tea. I don't want to, I don't want to talk down about it or anything. It sounds like it could be interesting. I might, I might be checking out myself. We'll, we'll see. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, it just is really interesting. Like a podcast. Why couldn't they do like a? I don't know. Like, there's there's many different things. Like, they could have done like a like a true crime true crime detective series for it. Oh, I'd rather. I I guess I'd prefer that over. A, I mean, I'll listen to it because I like comedies. I like podcasts. I like Batman. <laughs> Sounds like a winning recipe right there. So I'm just kind of like, uh, all right. Like, I guess we'll do. We'll, we'll make this work <laughs> as best we can. So. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? I know you're just now hearing this. Kyle, Kyle has been busy. I, I'm a busy person, but yeah, that sounds like it could be a fun time. I don't know if they have anything else special planned for, but if that's if it is just what it, they're saying it's going to be, then yeah, like I'm, I'm sure it'll be a good time. Um, lot there. There's definitely been more news lately. Um. Which is exciting. We finally have a release date for the Snyder Cut. We finally get an, a rating for the film. We've gotten some uh, su- the Suicide Squad synopsis. But it's really kind of bizarre. This movie's supposed to come out in the summertime, if I'm if if I'm correct, and we still haven't seen like an official trailer. We've seen like a little be- behind the scenes thing that we got, you know, <laughs> during Fandom. John Cena was just on Jimmy Kimmel, I do believe. Jimmy Kimmel or Stephen Colbert, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. But we haven't, and I mean they're they're filming the Peacemaker TV show, 
for HBO Max, but we haven't gotten like any like real footage, like anything that's like longer than like a couple seconds here or there. But like all the footage that we have seen of it from like the behind the scenes and, you know, looks looks pretty, pretty dope. I'm just kind of like I'm just kind of like, why haven't we seen a trailer for this film yet? Uh, it's it's hard to oh man i'm kind of conflicted because it could go one of two ways they're either like not showing footage because they're not confident in it or they're not showing footage because they know to not get people too excited for something <laughs> they're like oh we, we can wait you know i i I'm, I'm not a fan of when people are like yeah here's here's this footage that we're going to show you like two years ahead of time and then it's like well half of that footage is not even in the final product so I, I, why'd you show that to us Right, and I, I, I'm, I understand that, and like that's all, that's all well and good, but like this movie comes out in like five or six months. Let's get some kind of footage out there. Let's get some kind of traction going with this film. Um, like I said, like they, they showed like a little like five or six second clip with the like this HBO Max sizzle reel. These films are coming out, you know, this year for HBO Max. You know, Kong versus Godzilla. That trailer looked horrible. Um, I guess I wouldn't say the trailer looked horrible, but that music that was played with it. Uh, I saw a cut of that trailer that had uh, Amish Paradise, not Amish Paradise, uh, Gangster's Paradise playing instead of the original track, and it was so much better. Oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to find that tonight. Right? It was so much better. I'm like, see, music can make or break a trailer, and I don't feel like everybody understands that. What was that music they were playing? I it just felt so bizarre whatever it was it does not fit godzilla versus king kong <laughs> like they literally they literally could have had because i think isn't junkie xl doing the score for that uh i haven't heard no i'm not i'm not sure so uh well let me find out right now to the googles the google has all the answers <laughs> like, uh, like if, he, if he was good. if he was though that would be dope the yeah music composed by junkie xl oh okay why not have that? I don't know. Like the cast looks awesome. You got Aza Gonzalez, Kyle Chandler's back, Millie Bobby Brown's back. Comes out, you know, like this movie's coming out, you know, in two months. Like, I mean, I think it's it's just given at this point that marketing teams are not exactly the most in tune people when it comes to the products. I feel like, oh yeah, just put some some kind kind of generic music in there. You know, people love that music. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it, just because like I'm a fan of Godzilla, I'm a fan of King Kong, uh, I'm a fan of the cast. Like tons of tons of really Rebecca Hall's back in it. Tons of you know, tons of great act. I mean Lance Reddick from. Uh, from John Wick and The Wire, like I said, tons of like real good, strong, um, um, actors and actresses. I mean, Brian Cranston's back. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> still too soon. I'm, I'm still not over that. So, like <laughs> I said, like the like that that trailer and. I mean, back to you know what we're talking about, you know, the Suicide Squad. Like, let's let's get some footage. Like, let's let's get it out there. Like, like fans are like this this film. I feel like this film is gonna be like 
awesome. Just based on like just the little stuff, it just looks like a fun film, regardless of like the overall like narrative. I'll tell you one thing: I haven't seen this many people like pumped up for a movie since before quarantine. Which movie? Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh, I was talking about the Suicide Squad, but yeah, okay. Oh, I, I didn't <laughs> realize we like swapped gears. I'm over here in my own La La Land. Like it looks good. Like Congress versus Skull. I mean, Congress versus Skull. Congress versus Skull Island. Congress versus Godzilla. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Congress uh, Kong Skull Island, but that that's a whole other. <laughs> that's a topic for another day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's better than the Godzilla film that uh, for, with Matthew Broderick, but. <laughs> so man I, I just love the fact how that movie was so bad that even the japanese are like all right we're just gonna start making fun of that american godzilla in our movies <laughs> and they they did it they started having like the japanese godzilla start kicking the ass of the american godzilla it was hilarious so um but yeah suicide squad Su- suicide squad suicide squad suicide squad um yeah i like i said like i just at this point like let's let's see some more like i said this movie this movie looks real fun this looks like a good like good time at the movies or in your living room or in your bedroom wherever you're able to watch it safely yes so (laughs) definitely definitely looking forward to all that stuff um but there is an official uh synopsis that just came out Mm -hmm. um a couple hours ago, Kyle, will you read that for us? With your, I, I can. Yeah, I with my baritone, eyes. With baritone, your baritone so, voice. <laughs> my baritone voice. So the official synopsis from Warner Brothers reads: Welcome to Hell, aka Bell Reeve, the prison with the highest mortality rate in the U.S. of A, where the worst supervillains are kept and where they do anything to get out, even join the super secret, super shady Task Force X. Today's do-or-die assignment, assemble a collection of cons, including Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher 2, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin, and everyone's favorite psycho, Harley Quinn. Then arm them heavily and drop them, literally, on the remote anime-infused island of Corto Maltese. Yeah! Did you get that last little bit, Corto Maltese? I have heard that name before. <laughs> Um, yeah, Corto, they're dropping them in like Corto Maltese. Hell yeah. This, this should be very interesting. <laughs> I I didn't think they were going to go that kind of route, but, uh, it's very intriguing. I I'm definitely down for what they're doing. I mean, Sylvester Stallone's going to be in this movie. We got uh King shark. You got Harley Quinn coming back. You got John Cena as Peacemaker. We got Corto Maltese. Like, I wonder now, if Vicky Bale's going to show up at some point. I don't want to diss anyone in particular, but the, the, over the time, in a different media, we've gotten so many different interpretations of the Suicide Squad. This is definitely one of the most exciting ones I've seen. They're like, at first, I was like, man, they're like really scraping the bottom of the barrel for some like no-name characters of this one. But I'm, that's kind of what makes it really exciting. There's so many new possibilities with this group of people that were and it seems And it seems to. like James Gunn just had so much fun in this. No, like I said, the narrative could just be like the, the very 
like simplest, like they got to do this to get get that to save the world. That could be it. Yeah. But it just looks like so much fun. Just like the little snippets we've gotten. Like everyone just seemed like they were having just their like a grand old time. Everyone's just you know you know chewing the scenery. James Gunn said that he that's like the best movie making experience he's ever had. You know. Like, I cannot wait to see this film now that we kind of, like, get, you know, a little bit more of, like, the plot of, like, what the plan is. Like, they're going to be in the Corto Maltese. You know, we 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 got our first glimpse of the Corto Maltese. I wouldn't say first glimpse, but, like, like in Frank Miller's, you know, Dark Knight Returns number three, um... That's where we we hear, you know, that for the first time in the DC universe. And then obviously Vicki Vale, you know, she was the photojournalist, you know, who went to Corto Maltese, you know, during that civil war, you know, that was pretty devastating for, you know. But it was always weird because I saw that photograph of like the Time magazine where it's like, <laughs> you know, the Corto Maltese, there's that body there. And yeah. it says photos by Vicki Vale. What? <laughs> it's like, wait a second <laughs> like, like when does that ever happen so like it'd be really the, cool the dc like, universe is a strange place man <laughs> like uh like i'd be really interested to see if they figured out a way to get vicky vale in there or you know so um, what what if they get vicky vale in there and then they also get her into flashpoint Right, like, I, he, like uh, Michelle Pfeiffer said the other day, like she'd be in Flashpoint if they asked her. So, yeah, um, it's interesting because the, this synopsis doesn't really talk about or give like a reason why Rick Flag and you know the gang, the gang of Task Force, Task Force X, are sent to Corto Maltese, but. Um, I mean, It'll be interesting you to know see how Amanda Waller is. Very hush-hush. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, it's interesting to kind of, like, figure out. Maybe maybe Amanda Waller goes, you know, sends them out there to grab more, you know, kryptonite. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe maybe they got a – I mean, the I think the original version with that was going to be, you know, this – you know, the Suicide Squad, if it was going to be Gavin Hood – or David Ayer, they were supposed to go like go toe to toe with Black Adam. Like that was where we we're supposed to get like our first, you know, glimpse of Black Adam. Like he was like the main protagonist, no, main antagonist. Sorry, tenant. Um, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I feel I feel like there's a good possibility that they tie this into one of the other upcoming movies. I'm not sure which one, but I feel like this is like the prime time to do it. Yeah, like I like I said, I this movie just looks like tons of fun. I'm just like real like amped up because like I said, everyone just seems to be just it like I said, as as long as the movie's fun and a good time, you know, it's rated R, so I mean, but this this is okay. Like this being rated R, I'm okay with. Yeah. Now the other movie that was rated R, <laughs> like there's a tons of stuff that we have to talk about with Justice League. We finally got oh, our yeah. release date. Release date's uh, March 18th, 2021, so finally we're there. We're, we're a month, almost, you know, an entire month away from finally getting to see, like, Zack Snyder's original version of the film. You know, like, we're going to – we're finally going to – like, it's been 
there'll be four years since Justice League, like the, you know, Joss Whedon weird put together film. Like this movie is going to be like four hours long, which is great. I'm really looking. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to seeing like the original opening. Like I'm not. I'm. I hope we don't see that weird opening. You know, with Batman on the roof rooftop. You know. Oh yeah. No, thank you. Like that. That was so weird. And you know, the the Wonder Woman stuff where she they're at the bank or wherever they're at, and that music doesn't play. Like I'm looking forward to seeing like the original take whatever that take was i'm just excited that Zack snyder finally has the opportunity to show everyone his you know his version of justice league so i hope that it's well received um i hope that it's uh good i hope that it's action-packed i hope there's that emotional weight that we get you know because these are our favorite characters and like i said we finally got that you know that release date so but my problem is, I wouldn't even say it's a problem. It's more like a, more like a gripe, more like a, mm-hmm. more like a, more like an itch that you just can't scratch. Is that the film's rated R? It's rated R for violence and language. And I mean, it doesn't sound like there's nudity in it. Like Batman versus Superman: The Ultimate Edition. You know, we saw Bruce Wayne's backside. You know, in the shower. You know, it was pretty rough in some sequences. You know, with the violence. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much that it's the rated R stuff, but it's just like I want this film to be accessible to kids and teenagers. Like yeah, I, yeah. I teach eighth grade students, and they're like, Mr. Shannon, are you going to go see Birds of Prey? Uh, probably. So I went and saw it. I was like, they're like, what would you think of Birds of Prey? I was like, I, you know, I'd give them my like, you know, like here's what I thought of the film. And I was like, oh, are you going to go see it? He's like, no, it's rated R. I can't go see it. Yeah, that's I'm I'm kind of on the same boat with you there. Like, I get that Zack Snyder wants to you know make his own vision, and I I respect that. But yeah, I don't know if I would go for a rated R for a big old you know like the superhero team up movie. Like, imagine telling a kid they can't go see Avengers or Star Wars because it's rated R. And Avengers is dark. Like, there's a lot of dark stuff in it. It's very at, at serious. Times, yeah. point. but like and it's still so, like it's so accessible. And that's, right. I'm not saying that Justice League has to be like Avengers, obviously. No, but, like but each, just like, each like, film has their own tone and everything. It has its own, but, but like, not only is this movie just ridiculously long, now it's rated R and I'm like, yeah, you're literally only the hardcore people are going to actually start watching it and finish it. I mean, I don't know about that. Like, I feel like there's some, there's a little bit of like interest on the side of like, because they've been hearing about this now for four years. Like, there's this other cut out there. There's this, you know, that wasn't Zack Snyder's original plan. And, you know, we've only seen like an hour of like actual Zack Snyder footage. You know, the rest of the film was, you know, piecemeal together by Joss Whedon. But it, the accessibility, like, I, like, and I, like, there are some people last night you know sending me dms you know i said you know i like we like dc needs to be you know i wouldn't say in direct competition with marvel but they need to make these superhero movies accessible it's okay to have the suicide squad or birds of prey rated r but when you have batman superman and wonder woman you know you have the trinity you have cyborg you have flash like these are you know the mainstream characters these are the you know, the Trinity, the, the, they are the crown jewels of the DC universe. 
And for it not to be accessible, it's just weird because now those children, those kids, those teenagers who, you know, who are going to go see, you know, Justice League, you know, the Snyder Cut, they're going to be like, you know, I can't watch it. So I guess I'll just watch, you know, that version from 2017. And so that version might turn those people off. And like I said, it's not so much like I'm excited for regardless if it was rated, you know, rated X. Like <laughs> Wonder Woman, <laughs> Batman, Superman, you know, it just gets wild and crazy. Like, obviously, that's not going to happen, but I'm excited to see, you know, my favorite characters, like the original version, you know, having Batman drop the F-bomb. Like, that's cool and everything, but that's, to me, a little gimmicky, a little, you know, a little kitschy. And yeah. I know I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get, you know, DMs and people are going to comment and say, like, you don't get it, but like... I, as a fan of films and as a fan of these characters, have the right to my opinion. And my opinion said, I wish that this film, you know, I'm not saying it should be PG, but no. I'm also not saying that this film should be, you know, rated R. It should have an edge. It should, you know, it should toe that line for sure. Because you have characters in this film that, you know, Darkseid, Desaad, uh, Steppenwolf, Batman. Like there's there's some edge to it there, you know, that's it's constantly towing that line of, um, you know, extreme brutality. You know, we're going to see the parademons again. But I like I said, I don't know the accessibility of it for, you know, for those for those fans who, who you know, the the little kid who has, you know, the little seven-year-old who has Superman on his chest or the like the the nine-year-old who has, the, you know, the Batman PJs with the cape. They're not going to be able to see that version of it. No, not for I mean, a few years at least. <laughs> I mean, there are going to be some parents, you know, because I saw on Twitter today, someone said, I remember when I saw Terminator when I was Terminator 2 when I was nine. Yeah, that's great and everything. But being accessible to everyone you know, I'm not saying that it has to be light and jokey. You know, I, I definitely don't want the Justice League version that we got in 2017. But, you know. You, you can still just, be accessible without going too far in that direction. Well, what's interesting to me and what they probably could have done is they could have done a they could have done a cut of the movie that was PG-13 and a cut of the movie that was rated R. Right, they could have had. Hey, you can watch this on HBO Max as PG thirteen, or you can watch this version. You know the, the, you know the, the director's cut of you know Zack Snyder's Justice League where it's rated R. I don't understand why they didn't go that route. I feel like that would have been a very great happy medium for you know the filmmakers and the studio and the fans because i know for a fact i'm gonna you know when i when i talk to my students hey you know did you get the chance to watch justice league no i couldn't because it was rated r mm-hmm. it's gonna happen i mean and like i'm sure like well justin you know the, if they play call of duty there's cursing on that and there's violence and that i said i understand that but you know how many parents monitor their children when it comes to video games. I mean, yes, it still comes down to whether or not it, that was something the parents allowed intentionally mm-hmm. or not. So, I mean, but like I said, like the accessibility is a factor. And at the end of the day, like it's, you know, the studio was okay with it. And I'm, it is what it is. We're finally getting the version that was attended for us all to see. And like I said, it's not the, it's not the worst issue. It's not, you know, it's not something that I'm like, 
pounding, you know, the payments. And it has to be PG-13. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't say it's a missed opportunity, but it's it, it it's just like, man, like, we want we want these characters to be, you know, as beloved and as, you know, have that wide array of audience members who want to root for our favorite characters. I mean, what are your thoughts, Kyle? Yeah, so I, I've i always understood that Zack Snyder's version of the DCU is it's darker, it's grittier, it's more mature in a way. And I get that. And I know we even got an R-rated version of Batman versus Superman, so it's not something completely unexpected. But I don't know. Like, I guess we'll have to actually wait and see how the movie turns out before we can really judge it. But you know, like, like we've already talked about being R-rated on the surface is going to be an issue for some people and some families. So that's an issue. That's that's going to cause some people to not watch it. And I know, I know, we're all we all want this movie to do well. So the fact that we're we're just automatically cutting out a group of people, whether it's big or small, we're, we're cutting out a group of people from being able to watch it because of that. I, I do think, you think that? Do you think that has a negative side effect? for movie going audience do you think that you know obviously like you said it's four hours long the length doesn't mean really much to anything to, to anything to me i've you know i've sat in a movie theater i watched watchmen lord of the rings <laughs> you know i've watched i watch Endgame. i watch you know like it's like you don't know length until you watch the entire lord of the rings extended trilogy in one sitting yeah like <laughs> like I'm cool with it. You can press pause on, you know, HBO Max. You can come back to it later. Because I know people are like, well, I wish that it would have been, um, you know, it was supposed to be, like, episodic. There's going to be four parts and everything. Like, I'm interested in seeing it, but I would have been even more interested in seeing it, you know, it, you know, put together into an episodic, you know, form. But I feel like the R rating is a much bigger factor for you know the general movie going audience this movie isn't for us super fans and like we have to understand that it's not just for the snyder cut people it's not you know it's this isn't just for Zack snyder this is for everyone this is for the people who love the, the flash who people this who is a big budget production for. intended mm-hmm. to get people to subscribe to hbo max mm-hmm and if you know, again, like we're cutting out people out from being able to do that. Not saying every movie has to be PG thirteen. No, but I feel like, not. given the source material, given what these characters all represent, it doesn't quite fit. Right, like I said, like, like it, it the length doesn't. You know, the length, four hours, four and a half hours long, like, fine. Like, I'm cool with that. That means that you're going to, you took your time to tell a compelling story. You know, how long is The Godfather? There's an intermission in The Godfather. <laughs> like, that's a long movie. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with the length. But this, like I said, this movie isn't just for us super fans who love, like, this is for the person, you know, who comes in the comic book store once in a good long while picks up, you know, a Batman or Wonder Woman comic, reads it, puts it down, never reads it again. This is for the 
the the every you know you know hey what's on TV tonight person hey there's this new D- DC movie Justice League bring the fam I can't bring the family now because it's rated R like as important as this film is to those hardcore fans this is this is for this should be for everyone so maybe maybe there's a way that you know because I know on Voodoo the Voodoo app. Like you can't, you can do the adult, you know, you can do it where the, you can, uh, you hit this button and it takes out like all the curse words and, you know, oh, all the, like all the, like the real super violent part. I don't know if it's still there, but I know they were using it for a little bit. I mean, I never tested it out or anything. So, but I mean, it is what it is. I'm not, you know, I'm not crying over spilled milk. Like, we're here, but if I would have my druthers, I would have preferred this film being a little bit – I would have preferred this film being PG-13. It is what it is. I felt that the version that we got in 2017 was more PG than PG-13. <laughs> so yeah. the antithesis, I don't know if that it should be P, uh, rated R. I mean I'm not trying to you know ruffle anyone's feathers. It's my opinion. Everyone has the opportunity to have their own opinion. So – I'm not going to, you know, begrudge anyone if they think that the rated R version is the best way to go. And I'm not going to begrudge anyone who thinks that PG is the best. As long as the film is good, as long as we are entertained, as long as we are taking on that emotional roller coaster, the narrative is good. The music sounds great. The acting's good. At the end of the day, we're not going to we're not going to sit back and be like, oh, yeah, it was rated R. Like we're (laughs) at a point in our lives where that doesn't that doesn't play much of a factor. I mean, yeah, we're, so, we're, we're adults. We're still going to go see it. So it doesn't personally affect us, but you know, we've already said our piece on the matter. So for sure. Um, rated it's rated R for violence and language. Um, we finally got the release release date three eighteen. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be getting a trailer coming soon. Hopefully, hopefully like it would be really nice to do another trailer breakdown. We haven't been able to really do one since fandom. Um, Man, that seems so long ago. <laughs> I know, wasn't it? It was in the summertime. It was like July or August. Man, things are just different now. Like, like remember <laughs> Fandom? Oh, man. Good like, times. It was like eight hours long, and we got to see, you know, all that stuff. You know, we got the Batman trailer. We got the games. Yeah, that was a good weekend. <laughs> you know, like, it was like, I had tons of fun. Like, it was a great time. Um, watching fandom like uh tons of tons of great you know surprises you know at the the suicide squad uh sizzle reel tons of great stuff um but here we are we're like we're like a month and 15 days away from finally seeing this like like it comes out on a thursday right kyle let me check this date so uh march 18th is actually a what's my calendar say it's a thursday yeah so comes out on thursday if they drop that at midnight like wednesday night thursday morning what are you doing are you watching it uh yeah i probably will (laughs) like i'm debating i was like i don't know like i gotta work my work schedule is weird and i'm actually usually off wednesdays and thursdays so if it drops wednesday night yeah i'll be i'll be watching it like I'm, I might have to go to bed early. Like, like obviously <laughs> we're gonna get more information here in the next couple of weeks when they're gonna, when they're gonna finally like drop it. Because I know that they dropped Wonder Woman at noon on Christmas Day. 
um, Wonder Woman 1984. So I'm hoping that they drop it like midnight, like 12.01 Wednesday, Wednesday night, uh, Thursday morning. Um, like that's what I'm hoping for. Like I'm really like, come on, let's like, I'll, I'll, I'll stay up for that. Like I don't care if it's four hours. We, we drop trailer, trailer breakdowns. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Like I'm excited. We're, we're here. Like the stuff that, you know, Jay Aliva talked about to us, you know, for three and four hours, you know, when we weren't recording, you know, about like the different version that he saw, the different things that he, you know, he worked on, you know, we're here, we're, we're at this moment. So three eighteen twenty one, like, like it's gonna, I, I hope this film is well received from everyone. I hope that, you know, there's not, you know, there's no division. There's no like, Oh my, you know, like, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want that. I just want this to film to be, you know, it comes out, comes out to great fanfare, comes out to critical acclaim. Everyone loves it. So that's what I'm hopeful for. I hope that everyone's treats everyone nicely on Twitter after this film comes out. It's in Twitter is in a dumpster fire. So well, I hate to break it to you, but it's already too late for that. <laughs> yeah, it's too late for that. So um other news. So we, we talked about uh We talked about the. So we did get. Uh, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but we, we did got the get posters. It. We got the posters. What are you? What are your thoughts on those posters we got? So we got three different posters. One mm-hmm. is uh, like a ruined, destroyed version of the Justice League, uh, like headquarters logo, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, then the other one is a ripped up torn flag of the Justice League and some rubble. Which was very, very reminiscent of that very famous, you know, uh, 1990s Death of Superman cover. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking it was Superman related. And then the last one we got was uh, some rubble and there's like film reels with Zack Snyder's name on it. <laughs> kind yeah, of cheeky. I, I forgot about that one. That, that one's funny. I, I dig it. But um. There's a very common theme between all these posters. And every What's single poster that? is death, destruction, everything is gray and dark looking. And I, uh, so my first reaction is the posters are well made. They're cool posters. But again, I don't know if this is the kind of stuff I would want for a Justice League. Well, I think I think what they're trying to I think what they're going for here is they really want this to they're they're gonna really go hard in the paint with that nightmare sequence. Uh, like clear, remember the yeah. nightmare sequence that we got in BVS? Mm-hmm. Like the, I think that the imagery is great. Like it's the you know like it's ruins of our favorite characters. You know like we we heard that you know like like superman comes back as like evil superman and like that's who the justice league have to fight i believe Uh, like i don't know like how much of that you know has changed but like i'm cool like i think that these these posters look great like it's the imagery is very strong like we got to see a little bit of this in like the uh snyder cut trailer that we got during fandom um this to see it you know in ruins uh I like that the I like the the, yeah, the like the, like like everything is well made and I don't want to knock the quality or anything. It's just for me personally, I don't want to see images of the Justice League in ruin 
before we've even formed a team, you know? Like, this is supposed to be the the first incarnation of the Justice League, but it's like, oh, they're already broken. They're already shattered. Well, like I said, like, like that, that could be... That this could This movie could... You know, with the Flash being integral into it, this could be, you know, a version of the Justice League where they time jump, like we're in a different mm-hmm. universe. We're in the, because Flashpoint's supposed to be about the multiverse. Yeah. So this could be like this could be another universe or like a time jump to when Superman is, you know, part of the anti life. Uh, anti-life equation anti-life ma- i'm i'm drawing a blank <laughs> the, like, this that, has that, been the perfect thing. storm of, <laughs> this has just been the perfect storm of teacher meetings and teacher things this week grades were due oh, like geez. it's been it, like like i've had more meetings this week than i've had in a long time so trying to like keep everything you know i had my teacher observation monday then i had my te- you know had to meet with my boss like it was just it's just been the perfect storm of you know, meetings and everything. So I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank on everything. So that's all right. Yes, you're right. Like I get it. Like they're, they're a part of you, like wants to see, you know, these versions and they're fully formed. Like you don't want them to be like all in ruins. I get that. But I feel like that they're trying to, you know, they're trying to, they're playing hard into the paint with, with regards to that nightmare sequence because, and that plays into the other thing, like, well, I know that we're not done talking about this unless you are, Kyle, but the other thing is they finally showed, like, a small, short little glimpse of the Joker from Justice League with Jared Leto. Yes, they did. So, like, like, are, are you okay with going on and talking about... Um... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll just uh, say one last thing about the posters. Even though I'm not personally a fan of, like, the direction that they're trying to imply... I still have faith in Zack Snyder. I yeah, still, for sure. I still think he is going to do something really cool with what he has. So, obviously, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be probably enjoying at least most of it. I, I don't know. I will have to wait and see. I'm still looking forward to it. So, I'll, I'll just leave, me, leave it at that for myself. Yeah, well, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, we, me and you are on the same page. Um, I think aesthetically it looks great. So, but to each his own. Everyone has their own opinion. Like, I get it. Like, I just think it's super, like, the imagery has been very strong. Like, the like the one with, like, the Justice League flag, that's very reminiscent of, you know, the death of Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, that flag. Like, very cool. I like the, like, we got, um, like I said, I just think they're, I think they're playing into the, the nightmare sequence. Like, I really do. They're playing, they're playing their strengths. Plus, what a great image like that. What a great image. To, like if this ever becomes a um, if they ever drop this on like Blu-ray or, you know, DVD yeah. or 4K, <laughs> One of like, these that'd be a cool cover. Like, that would yeah, be a really is, cool cover for sure. So like either of those, either if it's the, uh, you know, the one where like the Justice League, you know, not the flag one where it's just like the, the letters JL and they're kind of like, you know, beat beat the hell. You know, either one of those would be just great, great to see. So, um, but yes, a glimpse of Jared Leto as the Joker. And like I, as soon as I heard that, you know, Deathstroke's going to be in it, you know, Joe, Joe Manganiello's going to be in it. And, um, 
they're gonna really they're gonna really gonna try to flesh out more of that nightmare sequence. And then we find out that Jared Leto did a day or two on, you know, Justice League and you you know, like um and then you hear like I heard a rumor that Deathstroke, Batman and Joker are supposed to like team up during that nightmare sequence. <laughs> like I don't know if like that was a spoiler for anyone, but I know that rumor's been going around. But like we finally got like a glimpse of what Zack Snyder's version of Obviously, it's not like the full version. Maybe they'll show something in like the trailer if they ever drop another one. We'll mm-hmm. have to wait to see what his like full version of it looks like. But he looks interesting, very interesting. Like it looks like he's a little bit bold. That bold. Like he looks like a little bit of what's his name? David? Is it David Crosby? Hold on. Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can kind of see at the top of his head there. Yeah, he, like, he definitely looks... still has like longer hair on the sides of his head. Hmm. I'm like googling new image of Joker. Um, <laughs> One thing I'll say is I'm just glad that they're not doing the Suicide Squad looking version of him, where he's all tatted up and has damage on his forehead. Well, maybe he's all damaged. I don't know. We can't see, but I hope that's not the case. <laughs> I think like it's such a strong image. You got you know you got the card in the front. You know the card that we saw in the Justice League. You know that very classic Joker gesture. You know card. You know, he just looks it, – it was almost reminiscent of, you know, that very famous Chris Nolan. For It wasn't It wasn't like a – I don't know if it was like a first glimpse or like what it was. But, you know, Chris Nolan has the IMAX camera. And there's like that screen that kind of like, uh, like puts the Joker out of focus. Like you can't see him clearly. And like it's like very reminiscent of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I you know, know what I'm I know, talking I, about. I know what you're talking about. So – but it looks good. Like, he looks so interesting. He looks like he's bald on the top. So, I don't know. It looks good. There's something about it. There's, like, I'm, it's, like, what a great first, like, image to show for Zack Snyder's Justice League with the Joker. It's, like, come on. Let, let's let's see more of this. Let's let's do this. Let's see more of it. So, what are your as, thoughts? As a very vocal uh, and hater of Jared Leto's Joker... I don't dislike it. <laughs> I, I I do like the the different look, the the, the changes that they're going for here. I now I'm actually looking forward to seeing what he's like in in live action. Like once we actually get him on uh, on camera. Uh, I don't know if that would be in the trailer or if we'll have to wait for the full movie to see that. But I I don't dislike what we got so far. Yeah, like I think it looks great. Like I'd like to see more. Like the like it could come out and he could literally have like a mustache. Like George Romero look like look like David Crosby from, you know, Crosby. Is it was he in Crosby, Stills and Nash? I don't know. But, no you idea. know, you know, like, you know who David Crosby is, right, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like he's bald at the top. He's got the long hair. He's got the mustache. Like, I think he's bald here. Like, I don't know. It just looks like it looks he looks bald. So, um. I mean, be if, if the nightmare sequence is what we're we're kind of sitting here, then I, eh, it makes it makes some sense. It makes some sense. Yeah, it would be like we'll we'll see. Like I said, like I I'm not the biggest fan of Jared Leto's version. Hopefully, Zach, you know, Zach Zach really knows. Like he goes very classic, you know, classic like that we know, like Batfleck is the Frank Miller version, uh, wonder one, very classic take that, you know, he goes, he gives a classic looking, very comic 
accurate looks and portrayals of these characters. So it will be interesting to see kind of what this looks like. So maybe maybe we do get to see this in the trailer. I don't know. Um, to get people talking, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, like everyone like that. It was trending there for a minute. It was trending on like Joker. I was like, oh shit, what happened? So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't, uh, was there another thing that I, are we missing? I feel like we're missing one thing. Hold on, let me think about this. Uh, there, there was a lot of news that came out this like past week and a half or so. There's um, something else. We, we talked about the release date, we talked about posters, mm-hmm. we talked about uh, Joker, more than what everything else we talked about, but yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happened. I can't think of, I was going to say something too, I can't remember, well maybe if I remember I'll go on the next episode. So what I'll uh, say is if you are a listener right now, leave us a comment wherever you're watching or listening and let us know what your favorite piece of news was. Yeah. We'd love to hear like your thoughts on, you know, what was, I, I, I feel like everyone's favorite piece of like the last couple of days will be the release date. Cause everyone's like, when's it going to be released? When's it going to be released? <laughs> and I kept on saying, it's going to be, you know, end of March. So, and it's the second half of March. You are right. Yeah, it's, in, it's in mid March. I, I knew it was coming out in March. I just, I thought it was coming out the 25th. Fifth, you know the B, I think that's the BVS date. Um, and then, but Godzilla versus Kong was coming out three twenty one. So I know that they want they want some uh, a little bit of distance. So, um, yeah, definitely, we'd love to hear what your favorite piece of news. If it was the Joker f- photograph, it was the posters. Give us your thoughts on the posters. Do you like it? Hate it? Like, what's your thoughts on it? Give us some give us some feedback. We'd love to hear it. So if you want to do that, drop us a line on our Facebook page, uh, Shannon on Batman podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Shannon on Bat. You can find me personally spewing information as much as I can on Bat- on Twitter at Batman Shannon. You can find Kyle on Twitter at Looting Kyle. And then if you want to see more of Kyle, make sure that you are going to his YouTube channel, which is Looting Kyle as well. It's to Looting Kyle, right? Yes, sir. So make sure you do that. He's constantly streaming. I know that you read a book. You're reading a book that made you like emotional (laughs) recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm reading through the Stormlight Archives right now by Brandon Sanderson. And I'm almost done with the the last book. But uh, there was a great moment where uh, there's a character who has like a learning disability. uh, You get a point of view chapter through this character and he's going through some hardships. But eventually things things work out. In the end, and it was it was just really heartwarming, touching. I liked it. You should read those. Well, books. that's good. <laughs> What's the book called again? Uh, Shameless plug. So the first one is The Way of Kings. That's the beginning of the series. Okay. Who's it by? Brandon Sanderson. The way I'm gonna go. Um, yeah. For episode one sixty eight. Uh peace, peace.